come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing one person changing the world. You can be that change agent according to God's word. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We are back live in the PNT podcast studio with another great lesson for another great week. And you guys know I haven't said that in a month of Thursdays. But anyway, I want to say we just came off of a power pack series put on the great sister Bennett. Now, you know, I know I thanked her last week. I know I said that God is smiling in heaven. The devil is mad. But I want you guys to show your appreciation and what you think of the production that she put on during the month of August. She did a great job. So let's stand up and give her a round of applause like no other because she put it down for four weeks. While we are celebrating Sister Bennett, let us not forget about Alexis, the practitioner. Let us not forget Kayla, bully but not broken. Let us not forget Melina and telling her story. So just let's give it up for them. They did an awesome job this past month as we geared up to get you ready for school. Now that we've gotten all that out the way, you know, let's get right down to it. You know how I like to do it. I like to drop some definitions on you so we can sort of frame up this lesson. Not going to be before you long because I know this is what you came here for. You had a lot of lesson, a lot of word over the past month. So we're going to keep this one light as we kick off this new series. Anyway, the words I want to define is changing or change agent and commitment. And changing is this. Replace something with something else, especially something of some kind that is newer or better. Substitute one thing for another. Change agent. A change agent is an individual who promotes and supports a new way of doing something. And commitment. The state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or activity. So let's look at this biblically in Acts 20, 22-24. And it reads, and now, compelled by the Spirit, I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. The task is of testifying to the good news of God's grace. How awesome is that. This is Paul talking. Paul said his life is worth nothing because he is here to do one thing and one thing only, and that is what his Lord Jesus gave him to do, this task of spreading the gospel. That is the same very task that you have. And you know what? Paul was considered as one that changed the world, the Christian world. He preached to the churches. He preached to the leadership. This is what Paul's mission was, and this is also yours. Paul was a change agent. To be God's agent of change is to commit one's life to God's 
mission, and will. See, we have to commit to what God wants us to do, not what we want to do for God, but what God has called us to. This is extremely difficult for the common day Christian with all the distractions. Yes, you guys have tons of distractions, Xboxes, PS4s, PS5s, social media, TikTok, Instagram, school, athletics, all these distractions. And let's not forget bullying. These are all distractions that are to take you away from the focus of completing the task that the Lord Jesus has brought you to. Here's some really good news, though. It really ain't that hard to be a change agent for God. It isn't. All you have to do is to commit testifying to what Jesus has done for and in your life. That's how easy it gets. Just talk about what Jesus has done for you. Talk about the change that came to you when you met your Jesus. Yes, I said your Jesus. You have to personalize this thing. Just as Paul did. He says, I consider my life worthless because his task is what? From his Lord Jesus. See, he called it out. We have to speak those things. So don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after this short break. I know that was short, but we'll be right back. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio after that short break. So let's dive right back in. Let's look at some practical things we can learn from Paul's life changing the world. Number one, Paul's commitment to strengthen local churches and teaching God's word. See, Paul did not forsake the fellowship of like-minded Christians, and he was rightly dividing the word of God which is vital to changing the world. So Paul made it his mission, and this could be yours too today. So look, he took one day at a time is what Paul did to change the world. He gathered people to form churches. And while he did that, he was explaining and giving them the good news of God's grace. He was rightly dividing the word of truth that they can go forth. It reminds me of this scripture, 2 Timothy 2, 14 and 15, where it says, Keep reminding God's people of these things. Warn them before God against quarreling about words. It is of no value and only ruin those who listen. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. See, that's what Paul was doing. That's a change agent and you can do the same. Number two. Paul was committed to training godly men for leadership in local churches. This is godly men and women. How can they teach except they have a teacher? Jesus is the ultimate teacher, and Paul is following the perfectly laid plan that Jesus did. And that is true. People think they can get out and start teaching and preaching and sharing the word without being taught. You have to be taught first. Just like when you go to school, you are taught math, you are taught science, you are taught English. These things are taught. Even though you can talk, even though three-year-olds can talk, but guess what? They can't spell words. They probably don't know how to put together a sentence. They can't do math. They have to be taught. So I like in this scripture, Romans 10, 14, and it says, How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? How can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? So this is why the church is so important. This is why church leadership is so important because there are people out there who don't believe so they can't call on Jesus like you have. So you have to tell your story. How can they call on if they never heard? So that's why we have to tell it. We tell it in church services. We tell it in Bible study, just like we're doing now. And how can they hear unless someone teaches or preaches to them? So, again, we need someone to preach to them. So you just can't say, hey, we need you guys to come together in this place called the church, synagogue, whatever you want to call it, a place of worship. And no one is talking. That's why that's important. Number three, 
Paul was committed to strengthen the church's mission. Your involvement in ministry is critical and vital to church growth. Others will see your involvement and what and want to get involved as well. Be the beacon of life, not light, the beacon of life in your church's youth ministry, youth focused ministry. Let me let me clarify that. You could be in ministry, but let's let's stick with the youth focused ministries though. You can be a beacon of life for another teen, another youth to get involved. That's how we grow the church. That's how we grow God's, God's kingdom, one soul, one person, one committed person at a time. Hebrews 10, 23 to 25 says this, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. This is why this is so important that we come together because we can push each other. We can motivate each other. We can encourage each other toward the love and good deeds that are in the Bible that God and Christ have placed on us. And number four, Paul was committed to seeing local churches live in practical unity with other local churches, especially when there was cultural diversity. Yeah, we shouldn't be going to churches that are all black churches, all white churches, all Chinese churches, all Hispanic churches. We should come together and form God's perfect body from all fashions and cultures and ethnicities. Now, this is probably one of Paul's greatest accomplishments out of bringing back to life the lad that fell to death while listening to Paul's sermon. Yeah, look in Acts 20. There was a, a lad that was in the window, and Paul was talking so long and preaching that he fell asleep and fell to his death. But, but Paul went down and revived him. But enough of that. Every church ain't for everybody. Let me say it a different way. Everybody ain't for every church. The key thing here is not where you worship, but the fact that you have a church home and your church gets involved in community outreach with other churches to change the church and to change the world one person at a time. That is all that God can ask of you. It's just do your part. Paul was a change agent for God, and that's why he is named the one person who changed the shape of Christianity outside of Jesus Christ. In summary, the importance of being committed to being an agent of change. Changing the world one soul, one home, one church, one neighborhood, and one school at a time. Motivation is what gets you started. Commitment is what keeps you going. Stay committed. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. For Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.